Good morning and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. I am trying out a new intro there. Good morning and welcome back. Let me know how you think. Uh, we actually had a very useful comment left on the last YouTube episode from our good old friend Colin Weir. Uh, letting us know that last 16 for the UCL is a full-on draw. So there's not like the World Cup. It's a full draw between winners and runners-up. However, teams from the same country cannot meet in the round of 16. They have to wait till the quarters. So, Colin Weir, good looking out. And we'll move on. Hey, if you're interested, though, go and check out our other episode from... Earlier this week on Tuesday, where we did a full breakdown of Champions League group predictions. Uh, with yeah, Colin thought it was interesting, apparently. So hey, interesting enough to steer us in the right direction. So good on you, Colin Weir. Don't know where you live, don't know where you are, but here's hoping you're a return customer. Don't know where you are. That's a good one, man. Well, you know, I we, we have listeners from Australia, Ireland, the UK, United States, Canada, basically anywhere where there's a majority English-speaking country. Um, and so I don't know where he's from. But his last name is Weir, so... It is Weir. I thought it was a good one. Oh! <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyways, it is now match day five coming up this weekend. No matches today. Full slate on Saturday. A little bit on Sunday. And then we got a match on Monday. Um, but what do you say? We just go ahead and... Oh, let me get to the right page of my notes. There we are. Get right into it with a lovely matchup here for my Wolves at Molyneux against Liverpool. Um, what do you think here, Keegan? I don't know. I think that big clubs often struggle when they have a lot of players go on international duty. Mm-hmm. So I think that Wolves, defensively, they figure it out. And I think Liverpool has a little bit of a struggle. I've been the one that's kind of gone out there in some of my predictions. I'll do it again. I'm going to go a <laughs> 1-1 draw at the Molyneux, the Wolves steal a point from a top four team. I mean, I'll take it. Liverpool is still down uh, Van Dyke for his red card. It's serving the second of his two-game suspension. So that could play into it. I have it as a respectable 1-2 loss to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I, that's perfectly respectable. Get a goal out of it. Keep that rolling. Um, but I, I mean... I would definitely take the point. I don't think it'll happen, though. I don't I don't think we're good enough to draw Liverpool. Um, yeah, but that end, ends up the early slate there on Saturday. We'll just take a hop, skip, and a jump over to what's well, much further than that, but whatever, uh, to uh, up in Villa Park in Birmingham. Uh, that's Aston Villa and Crystal Palace. This one, I think, has the making of a very exciting match. Both these teams have shown that they can score goals, and I think that they will. I think this is going to be a a 3-3 draw for Villa and Palace. Yeah, I I know Villa has some injuries to their defense, so it's going to be interesting to see how their center backs pair up. I'm guessing... 
that they're probably going to play a back three. I know that was kind of the the old Wolves, but they're kind of short on defense, so I think they'll go back three and let Matty Cash um, – I just said Wolves. That was the old Aston Villa. Yeah. We. I think they'll go wing backs. I think Unai Emery is going to try and limit his uh, – his defense for being too short in the middle, he'll want an extra center back in there just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Villa pull it out 3-2. I think they get a late goal. I'm going to go 87th minute. I don't know who's going to score it, but 87th minute, they'll get it. And uh, I think they end up taking it at home. I have written down 87th minute. So if it occurs, we will remember. Um now, this next match, uh, it's on Peacock. I don't think that it's going to be getting much traffic. Uh, it is Fulham and Luton Town. Fulham pulling up a really nice matchup here uh, because Luton Town is not very good. No, I think Luton Town, again, they've shown that they might not even be a championship level side. And maybe it's just a hangover from getting into the Premier League. Maybe they'll shock me, but I don't think that they have what it takes to yeah. even beat Fulham. Fulham has been really good this year so far. I think they continue it. I'm going 3-0 win, Fulham. It's at Craven Cottage. I really don't think Fulham is going to even drop points in this one. Uh, I've got it as a 1-0 Fulham victory. Fulham haven't shown that they can score in bunches, aside from that match against Arsenal. Um, I mean, they got blanked by uh, they got blanked by Brentford uh, earlier, and they managed to pull a goal against City. Uh, but I don't think that I don't think that they'll they'll have that much production this weekend, even against the Luton Town side, who who are definitely porous on defense, definitely quite porous. But I I don't know if Fulham has the the ability to take. Uh, advantage of that. Now, I think we go on to the uh, one of two really nice matches. I think this this weekend, uh, both of them will be occurring at the ten o'clock t- ten o'clock slot, ten o'clock slot. Uh, but this one is one half of the United uh, of the Manchester teams. United hosting Brighton at Old Trafford. Now, let's go ahead and put it on record. It's the team that's not actually in Manchester that's playing. So, I don't know if it's even one half of Manchester. Maybe the outer rim. One half of the duo that claims Manchester as its home side. How about that? Can I, can I put they that out there? I know. It is what it is. Anyway. Yeah. I think that this one will be a good one. I think Man mm-hmm. U's going to want to prove a little bit yeah. after the break. But again, I think some of the bigger clubs have problems coming out of the international breaks. Like Man City almost always draw or drop points after international breaks because we just get into this lull players go off they travel a lot they go to countries that are in turkey some go to the middle east some go to africa so they're kind of spread out everywhere i think man U gets hurt by that and i think Mm -hmm. brighton having had a solid week and a half being able to kind of regroup get some of their players back together i think it's going to end up being a 4-2 Brighton win at wow. Old Trafford. See, I, ha- I have something similar. However, looking at Brighton's results, every time the losing side only scores one goal. So mm-hmm. I actually have it as as 1-3 uh, Brighton advantage. 
uh, which will fall right in nicely. Although, you know, there's a couple patterns that you can see in theirs. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go th- three to one Brighton. Uh, I think United stumble here. Uh, I picked them for, I think, fourth. But Brighton, I think Brighton is just showing a lot of class this season. A lot of goal-scoring potential. potential. Uh, aside from that fluky match against West Ham where they just convert. Um, yeah, but I, I think, think... Man U, they, underneath Tin Hag, they haven't been that much better than they were underneath Ralph mm-hmm. Ragnit. Yeah. I remember at the end of last year, they showed a stat where Tin Hag in the same amount of games had actually put up four less points than Ragnick did. Maybe that's changed since uh, a little bit of the end of last season. I think it was mm-hmm. in like, end of March but Ten Hag is a younger guy and there's a lot of excitement but I haven't seen anything happen that makes me convinced they're a top four team so I think they'll yeah. struggle with Brighton I think this will kind of be a reset of where do we go what do we do again Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans if you got those guys finishing off a game in defense it's not going to be a good game yeah it just won't yeah it's We'll see. We'll see this weekend. Um, I'll have it probably on one screen where with a different match on the main screen. Uh, Next match won't be on either screen. I will tell you that much. Spurs hosting Sheffield United. Speaking of sides that are not very good, um, I think that this one's going to be a a pretty thorough drubbing of Sheffield United. 4-0 for Tottenham with a goal each from... from, um, Son and, uh, uh, oh golly, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Hold on, someone has notes from the last game. Is he a winger or is he a midi? Uh, Madison, right? He, he's James the Madison, yeah, yeah Madison, yeah, that's who I meant. Yeah, he, I think, yeah, this will be one of those where. It's almost like you're going to feel really bad for Sheffield United. It's mm-hmm. like that kid on the corner that he didn't quite make the basketball team, so you want to go give him a hug. I don't know. I think it's I think 6-0. Oof. And I, I've been wrong on the big scores lately. But I think this one, I think Kulisevsky. Really? Brother calls him Kulisexy. I think he'll get a brace. I think Son gets a brace. And I think wow. a couple of the guys score – couldn't tell you who, but those wingers are going to get involved. Sheffield United recently in the last four matches have had trouble with the wingers, and that's yeah. Tottenham's entire offense. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be pretty bad at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, I'm with you. It's going to be a pretty thorough beating for sure. Yeah, yeah, and Sheffield just have to take it and press on because um, there's going to be a lot of that for them this season. They're going to be scrounging for points at the bottom of the table. And I don't think they're getting any here. Don't think they're getting any of them here. Now we'll move on to that other match that I was referencing, which includes apparently the only club from actual Manchester. Uh, West Ham hosting West Ham hosting Man City at London Stadium in good old London town. I, I'm excited for this match. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, I, I think that City will end up winning. I've got it as 2-4 City. Uh, wow. Just because I feel like it. 
I think that, yeah, yeah, because I think that City's really good, you know? I think that City's really good, so I've got them winning two to four. Do I need another reason? Yeah, this one, this one makes me nervous, again, because coming off an international break, West Ham has proven that they are a team that can hang this year. It, it's mm-hmm. really every other year. Last year, it was like, oh, it's West Ham, they might get relegated. The year before that, it was like, I think they finished fifth. This year, it feels like they're back to, they could finish top five, top six. So I'm nervous about it. I ultimately think it'll be a 3-1 win, but it will be a very tough 3-1 win. I think we'll have to really, really fight for our goals. Last year, if I remember correctly, West Ham pretty much packed in the box and then left Antonio to just fend for himself. It didn't work for him. I think we won like three or four zero, but they just feel like they're more cohesive. So I think 3-1 City, but it'll be a tough one. Yeah, you guys definitely took care of business. It was 3-0 last season uh, at the Etihad and then 2-0 on the away side for City mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, I think I think that this... It, it could be a very in, intriguing match, though. Like, I could see this in my prediction being like 2-2 in the 70th or so minute with a with a goal will get put in at that point and then you know it's a little bit of a back and forth there for the last 20 minutes or so um something along those lines cuz at West Ham has shown themselves I mean their their sound defeat of of Brighton two uh, two match days ago in Brighton yeah. was very impressive and then they you know they they kind of played to the talent of their side against Luton Town last uh match day but you know, if they can if they can bring that energy from the Brighton match, they've got a shot to really challenge City here. Don't think they get it done, but I'm hoping for a good match. Um, and then in the uh, not nightcap, but the 12:30 match, uh, nightcap for England at least. Newcastle and Brentford. You know, at the beginning of the season, I would have thought this had gone one way. We are now match day five, and I have completely flipped on what I would have said otherwise. Because oh. Brentford is looking pretty quality, and Newcastle is struggling. Uh, so I've got this as a as a one to three victory for Brentford at St James Park in Newcastle. Yeah, I think it'll be a one one draw, and I think it'll be a match where. Brentford will have wished they would have taken advantage of opportunities more. I don't think Brentford is quite the side that is clinical enough to put up three yet. I think they can, but I think Newcastle is also going to want to prove a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be back and forth. I'm going one, one draw. We'll see though. It it could go anyway. I really have no idea. Boy, this has been a tough bit of sledding for Newcastle though. After their, after their their very impressive five, one victory in the opening match of the, of the year against Villa, they've had to play at City against Liverpool and then at Brighton, and have dropped all points from those three matches. So yeah. we'll see if they can kind of right the ship a little bit. It very well could be the case, I, but uh, they just don't have that same energy as they did last year. Um, but we'll see. We'll see this Saturday at twelve thirty on NBC Universe and Universo. Uh, all right, and that wraps up the Saturday action. We'll go ahead and move on to Sunday for the duology on that day. Um, 
Why it's a duology, who ha- who could say? But we start off with Bournemouth and Chelsea at Vitality Stadium in Bournemouth. Yeah, um, this one, yeah. it feels like, again, it's one of those where because of the name Chelsea, I want to have them winning like 3-0. Mm-hmm. But because of how they play, I have them losing 2-1. to Really? I still don't think that even with one international break, they're not going to have it figured out. Right. I think it's going to take the whole season for Pochettino to really figure it out. And that's tough. I just don't think it's going to be this calendar year that Chelsea figures it out. So I think 2 1 loss, I think it'll be embarrassing for Chelsea, really good for Bournemouth. It'll be kind of a statement yeah. on their intent to stay up. But I just don't see Chelsea pulling it together. Yeah, I've got it as a 1 1 draw, kind of for the same reasons that uh, Chelsea, I mean, they just lost to Nottingham Forest, too. I mean, they were they, they played very well in that match, but still, Nottingham Forest, really? I mean, your only points have come against, you drew Liverpool in the opening match and you beat Luton Town. I mean, is anybody truly impressed with beating Luton Town at this point? Um, Bournemouth, that would be interesting to see them pull a, a straight three out of this because uh, they've you know not been super impressive. They've, they've shown... Like their, their draw against West Ham was was fine, and against Brentford was fine, but other than that, I, they are sitting in sixteenth on two points for a reason. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Chelsea's got to figure it out at some point. You would imagine they figure it out at some point. They don't have to, but you'd imagine yeah. they would. Um, yeah, I I don't think it'll be a very entertaining match, though. I think it'll be. You know, it'll be a Sunday at 9 a.m. match. So kind of like, oh, okay. It's soccer's going on. And you know what the tagline is. Grab some coffee and watch some soccer. So we better do it. Uh, We'll move on to the evening match there for Everton and Arsenal at Goodison Park in Liverpool. Uh, This one, Everton, I don't think they've got it in them. I don't think they've got it in them. I've got this one as a straight 3-0 victory for Arsenal. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Everton, again, I want to say that Everton is good. I'm going to go 2-0 win for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I think Everton will show some more fight, and I think it'll be harder for Arsenal than they probably think. I think they'll kind of walk into it feeling like it could be an easy one, but... This won't be one of those where Arsenal wins it in the 90th minute. I mean, I hope they lose, obviously, but I think Everton still has a lot to figure out. It wouldn't shock me if Everton loses this and they start to start to murmur about Sean Dyche being out. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Did, did you say 2-1 or 2-0? 2-0. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I... I mean, their only point this season thus far has come against Sheffield, Everton, with a 2-2 draw. They looked... I would have thought they would have done better with their first match, which I thought that Fulham managed to win somehow. They just cannot convert this season in front of the goal. They have lots of good looks, but just they can't seem to put the ball in the back of the net. Their first goal uh, didn't come until that match against Sheffield United. So that says it all right there. Um, Yeah. But then we will move on to the city ground in Nottingham uh, for our Monday action, which is Nottingham Forest and Burnley. Uh, you know, Nottingham Forest, 
they've they've exceeded my expectations for sure, considering I think I had them finishing last in the league. Uh, and I think that they continue to exceed my expectations with a 2-1 victory here over Burnley. Yeah, this one, I have Burnley winning. Really? 3-1. to one. Wow. I think, I mean, Nottingham, they've lost one, lost one. Their goals for and goals against even. And I think Burnley is that team that if there's any of the promoted teams that can really step up, it's going to be Burnley. Because mainly they scored so many goals last year in the championship. I think they broke several records. So I think they get it together. I think they get a win. I think that and 3-1 is pretty conservative or pretty not even conservative. That's pretty uh I don't know what the word is to say, but it's <laughs> whatever that word is, it's not typical mainly because Burnley has given up 11 goals. Controversial? What? Controversial maybe? You know, if that word fits. Counterintuitive. How about that? Counterintuitive because I was about to say that goal scoring hasn't really been Burnley's issue. It's been giving up goals. I mean, they 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 gave up two goals to Newcastle. Oh wait, no, no, sorry. They've lost three zero, three one, and five two in their matches so far this season because the the first match against uh, Luton Town didn't happen because of their stadium issue. Uh, so it, yeah, so I think going to what you were about to say is that them only giving up one goal is a vast improvement over what they've done so far this season. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Vincent Company to become a player manager and put on the uh, suit again. I don't know if that will happen this game, but if their defense keeps it up, he may have to put on the claret. He may have to go out there so that he can keep that that uh, player slash coach going rather than just being a player. Because I mean, oh, yeah. he just got. Did he get them promoted? I mean, I didn't follow them last season. He did yeah. Okay. Well, you know, they probably wouldn't sack him just because. They got relegated again, I don't think, because he brought them back up. You never know with, with ownership. You know, they can sometimes be a a, a volatile bunch um, and oh, yeah. not in, in desperate for progress, I would say. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see them, one, getting three goals and two, only giving up one. I just don't see that quality from them so far. Now, they could get a draw out of it. I, I could see like a 2-2 draw maybe. Um, but I think Nottingham Forest is, is, has beaten the people they're supposed to beat, plus Chelsea. Um, and Burnley is one of those that they're going to try to bank points. Like this is going to be – this. I mean as much as it's after international, I think this one's circled and kind of like, hey, we've got Burnley. We've got them at home. If we're going to stay up, we need to get full points out of this match. So I think this is one that they're really going to be focused on. I think it'll be a shocker. I say if you have $10,000 in the bank, go ahead and throw it on Burnley. Whoa. Whoa. That's a lot. If you got $10,000 to spare, how about that? If you throw it it like it's on a dirty towel, feel free. Go for it. And if you lose, don't come back here and blame it on me. You chose to do it. Anyways, I think it's going to be a shocking game. I think Burnley shocks Nottingham, mainly because Nottingham is not a top-of-the-table team. I think today they'll show that they're a bottom 10. So, mm. All right. yeah, I think Monday we'll see. We'll see. We'll see on Monday. 
Uh, and that wraps up the action for this weekend. So uh, I don't have anything else to say. Do you have anything else to say today? I'm happy that the USA was able to pull out the win versus Oman 4-0. I was nervous, but it seems like Greg Bearhalter has put the controversy aside. And we were able to beat teams that I've never even heard of. So congratulations oh, to them. Everybody knows Uzbekistan. Come on. Yeah, I'm not sold on Bearhalter. If you tuned in last season, you know that I'm not. Uh, I, we'll see if we get once we get into like some important and useful matches. We'll see how things shake out. Uh, but until then, until then, why don't you go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you.